All right, so Coming to America is out. The world has seen it. It is the most watched movie of the year so far. What did you think about Coming to America? Well, Mia, I'm going to put it like this. The way I've described it to people, Coming to America is the fourth quarter, five minutes in a Lakers game. LeBron, AD take a seat, and they just start playing the bench. (laughs) They just kind of throw everybody in there, and it's just like, get these guys some points, get these guys some playing time, let them have at it. The game has already been won. Enjoy your time. (laughs) They're up by 20. The new guys are here. Let them get in. Let's throw in Rotimi. Let's throw in fucking Michael Blackson. Yeah, like, let's just get the guys in there, get them together, and have some fucking fun. They threw a bunch of money at Eddie Murphy. They were like, hey, make Coming to America 2. And he was like, "Mm, all right. First of all, I wasn't disappointed because after I saw that trailer, I already kind of knew what was up. I was like, "Uh, this isn't the original no 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 no. <laughs> this vibe is gonna be the same I did think there were some really funny moments but a lot of the funny moments that I was laughing at was like oh they went there like oh my gosh this mm-hmm. is wild like you said like Eddie got a whole bunch of money he was like who haven't I worked with that I would love exactly to work with? <laughs> like let's just play them all I'm not mad at it I'm not mad at all I love that his daughter, his real daughter was in the movie and that he made mm-hmm. her audition for it. And she did a great job. She was the second, uh, the middle child, if you don't know. I love that they brought on the other characters. I love that Arsenio Hall would, did the wit. Was, he was the witch, right? The witch he doctor. He was a couple of people. <laughs> um, <laughs> I appreciate how they brought that back. The barbershop scenes. The barbershop is always funny. It was still nostalgic. I felt some type of way that they brought that club scene back. <laughs> because how they were morphing their faces was like a little weird I wish that the storyline was a little different it wasn't exactly the same storyline as the first one so that was a little disappointing but I I appreciate what they put out there and I'm glad that they were able to do it again with majority of the cast from the first movie so I do appreciate that did you feel like you were in Africa or did you feel like you was at Rick Ross's mansion? I felt like I was at Rick Ross's mansion. <laughs> like it was a lovely mansion, beautifully decorated. I mean, it was a lion. So, I mean, I ain't never seen no lion in real life. <laughs> it did make me miss Africa, specifically Ghana. And it really made me think about my trip to Ghana. Like New Year's Eve of 2019, I was in Africa. I was in Ghana. I had an amazing experience with this company called Certified Africa. I was so torn about how I was going to get to the motherland, how I was going to get there for the year of the return. I was just like, I don't want to try to figure out where to stay in Ghana. I don't want to try to figure out where to eat, what events to go to. And when I tell you this travel agency, Certified Africa, was amazing and immaculate and figured out everything for me, they did the damn thing. And so I picked them, one, because they were one one of the cheapest I found, also one of the most inclusive when it came to the things that I really cared about when going to the diaspora, with it being like fun events, being able to do uh, adventures and go, you know, see different rainforests and go on different hikes and experience really experience the land and um, this historic landmarks in Accra but also they included a business portion where for a day we did a business conference and we got to speak to um, business leaders in Accra and just really understand the uh, economics and you know the real estate and the business culture out there in Accra and I think that was like the cherry on top for me you know we did 
a rites of passage ceremony. And I just really encourage you guys after this whole COVID lockdown, definitely make some time to go to the motherland. And because you are one of our listeners and followers, you can receive a 10% off discount if you book any travel with Certified Africa for this year or next year. If you use the code SBGW10, you will get that 10% off. And they don't just go to Accra, so definitely check out their website and see what places in Africa you can visit. And that discount goes a long way. That could save you at least $100 on a trip. So, you know, make sure you use them and uh, shout us out when, you, <laughs> when you're on the trip and let them know that Mia and Trish sent you. Thanks so much. Let's get into the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, Shit Black Girls Watch welcomes you to the home dome for the March Madness episode. Four genres, three rounds, our favorite actors. You do not want to miss these matchups. And now, your hosts, coming in at a towering 5'11", with more useless movie trivia than any one person should have, Trish the Encyclopedia. At 5'10", giving Tyra Banks a run for her money, Mia Denae, the hostess with the mostest. Grab a seat and kick up your feet, cause it's game time. Welcome, welcome, you guys, to the 2021 Shit Black Girls Watch March Madness Bracket, and we are about to get into it. Yeah. I am your host, Mia, today, alongside my amazing co-host and the inventor and creator of this March Madness film bracket. Ooh, me. Trish. Yeah, buddy. Are you ready, Trish? I am. This is, this is my brainchild, man. <laughs> this has been months in the making, to be real. <laughs> I've been working on this shit for months, and I'm so excited to share it with you guys. Well, Trish has been very thorough with this bracket, and we even posted it on Instagram so you guys can be involved. So if you missed that, make sure you follow us on Instagram so that the next time we do something like this, you guys can vote and we can talk about your results and who you voted for. But Trish, before we get into our picks, and who won for our brackets. Why don't you break down what the bracket actually is? Yeah, man, let's get right to the shits. So we don't have a black unicorn today because obviously these are some of the most elite black actors of pretty much all time. This is how our March Madness bracket works. Basically, I narrowed it down to four genres. This is kind of a spinoff of an episode we did last season, um, Black Female Tropes. So this time we put a little spin on it and decided March Madness, we're gonna do something with all the black male actors. So four genres, comedy, which is a spinoff of when you need someone funny, action, when you need someone to fuck some shit up, drama, when you need someone to really like act, act, and the wild cards or the crossovers, when you just need someone who will pop up in pretty much any fucking movie that exists. And do an amazing job. Exactly. So each genre has four head-to-head matchups. So I ranked them. I actually went through and ranked them, you guys. And let me tell you what went into this. Like the base was the rating of their movies. I did, if I could find eight to 10 movies for one genre, I could put them in that genre. Some of these actors might sound like people that belong in multiple genres, or you might think like, oh, I would have put fucking Don Cheadle in drama. Cool. That's perfectly fine. However, if I could justify it with eight to 10 movies, I would put them in a genre to avoid overwhelming one specific genre. Like drama is stacked. Like we can't just keep putting people in it. So after the rank, after the rating of their movies, I looked at different individual aspects to take or add points to them. Like for comedy, did they have a syndicated 
TV show? Did they have stand-up? When I'm thinking about drama, are they versatile? Are they multi-credited? Did they direct, write, and act? I think these are things to take into consideration when I was ranking them. So each category or each genre has eight ranked actors. And these are the best of the best, you guys. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna go over our brackets and because the audience created their own bracket, which I got some beef with, but we'll get to that. <laughs> we're gonna go over you guys' bracket too. Thank you so much for your thoroughness and um, putting this together because this was really fun. All right, so we are gonna start off with our action category, which is when you need somebody to fuck shit up. Fuck it up, fuck it up. So the actors we had for action are, in the following rankings, Wesley Snipes was ranked number one. Samuel L. Jackson was ranked number two. Will Smith, number three. Anthony Mackie, number four. Don Cheadle, number five. Lawrence Fishburne, number six. Danny Glover, number seven. Michael J. White, number eight. So the way that these brackets work, and this is the only way to be fair, one plays eight, two plays mm -hmm. seven, three plays six, and four plays five. This is the easiest way to set up these, ma these matchups. So that means Wesley Snipes against Michael J. White, Samuel Jackson against Danny Glover, Will Smith against Lawrence Fishburne, and Anthony Mackie versus Don Cheadle. I won't be explaining this for every genre every time, so I hope you guys got it. So should we talk about how the audience uh, voted first before we talk about our personal votes? Yeah, man. Let's set the let's let's set the the audience standard here. So you guys, <laughs> <laughs> I had some beef with some of these. So you guys, basically on Instagram, we did a poll and you guys made your own bracket. So we're going to be comparing your bracket to ours to kind of see how we did, you know, compared to you guys. We had our first round we released to you guys, and this is your bracket. It came down to Wesley Snipes, Samuel Jackson, Will Smith, and Don Cheadle of those matchups. Okay. Okay. Are you agreeing or disagreeing? I think for the most part, I agree with most of these. My bracket came down to pretty much the exact same thing for that round for round one was Wesley Snipes, Samuel Jackson, Will Smith, Don Cheadle. Yes, mine was too. And actually I had Anthony Mackie first before Don Cheadle, <laughs> just because I fucking love Anthony Mackie, but I had to really go in and look at Don Cheadle's uh, filmography. And one, his first credit in acting is in 1984 compared to Anthony Mackie's who was in 2002. So that's like literally like what, 16, 18 year difference. So I was like, okay, let me put that in mind. And then I didn't remember just like the amazing movies Don Cheadle had been in. So I was like, okay, I gotta give it to Don Cheadle. Like I can't diss this man like this. Like his filmography is amazing. I mean, we could talk a little bit about, about some of the actors that they're up against. Like when you talk about Wesley Snipes and Michael J. White, I couldn't think of two better actors to represent like black action. What? And I'm so glad that you put Michael J. White because right. I think he's so underrated as an actor and people really don't understand that this man is really like, he's trained in the martial arts. Yes. This isn't like, he doesn't just get an acting role that happens to be action and then he gets a trainer for those like six months or whatever to teach him jujitsu jiu or whatever. He really shit. Yes, he lives this shit. So Michael J. White, you know, Wesley Snipes is an obvious matchup to me because I'm talking about, you're talking about Blade and you're talking about mm -hmm. Spawn. Now, you know, let's be honest, like Spawn isn't, you know, on Blade's level, but still Michael J. White was fucking Spawn, man. And these are like some of the earlier superhero kind of movies I'm seeing. And these are the first time I'm seeing black men in, in these kind of roles, you know, where they're like these superhuman good guys. Well, Spawn's questionable, but you know what I mean? <laughs> Okay, question. Okay, so New Jack City is an action movie. I was really confused sometimes. Girl. I was like, what is an action movie and what is an action Girl. movie? 
So some of these categories trip me the fuck out. Some of these have multiple genres where they could be action dramedy, where they could mm -hmm. be um, crime action. So I think New Jack City- Okay, yes, crime action, yes, okay. I think Wesley Snipes is unmatched when it comes to being a villain. But mm -hmm. one of the good, one of the interesting things about Wesley Snipes in general is just the fact that he, much like Samuel L. Jackson, can take a role and kind of make it his own. Like mm -hmm. when I see Wesley Snipes, I'm thinking like this guy is not reading directly from a script. Like this guy found a way to bring his own voice to it. Samuel Jackson does the exact same thing. So Wesley Snipes actually is just a really good actor in general, not even just to one specific genre, but just a really good actor. Yes, I agree with that. I agree with that. So we made the right choice with Wesley Snipes. Sorry, Michael J. White. We love you still. Right. All right. Moving into Samuel L. Jackson and Danny Glover, I feel like this is obviously like... <laughs> Even though you were like, Danny Glover is such an action star. I was like, I was thinking Lethal Weapon, all four of them with Mel Gibson. I was thinking Predator 2012. Um, he'd be getting these random roles. It, plus Danny Glover, again, is somebody that overlaps genres. He could be action. He could be drama easily. Mm -hmm. Y'all know Danny Glover from The Color Purple. But again, you don't want to overwhelm one genre. So I couldn't keep stacking drama and have no action people. So when I found a place where they, they doubled as action in another genre, throw them in action. Now, Danny Glover is a OG, triple OG though. Like very true. Old. Dan I feel like Danny Glover has been old since I first saw him acting. And that's that very like true. 90, so <laughs> like, this dude has been old to me my entire life. I think Don Cheadle and Anthony Mackie is a pretty clear cut decision, you know, without Anthony- What? Clear cut. Without Anthony Mackie's Avengers, without his role in a Marvel movie, I actually took a point away if they have reprised a Marvel role, only because you'll get so many stacked credits for an action movie. I don't think that's fair to everybody else who had to like get it from the mud. Like a Marvel appearance is an automatic like action hero. I mean, exactly. That's what we're we're defining. Yes, but but think about Don Cheadle in his, not only in his action roles, but think about Don Cheadle as an actor in general. Like he can, he's one of those multifaceted people that can come in and out of drama or in a different category. So Don Cheadle has all the Avenger movies as well because he was War Machine, Anthony Mackie was Falcon. But Don Cheadle also has Traitor, he has Swordfish. I'm such a big fan of Swordfish with John Travolta <laughs> and Holly Berry. I know that movie's not the greatest, but I love that fucking movie. So I think when you think about Don Cheadle, it kind of felt like an easy decision over Anthony Mackie, who kind of has inconsistent quality of movies on top of only really having one act action credit, which would be Avengers. First of all, he was in Alter Carbon, which is a TV show, which was fucking amazing. I really enjoyed Alter Carbon. Okay. All right. And he also has Outside the Wire. I don't feel like he's only been in Marvel productions. He's done a lot more. So I could find other movies of him in action, you know, an action movie like Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. <laughs> but... <laughs> Why are you trying to shit on that man like that? I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. I, Shade. I, I could find... I could find other roles where Anthony Mackie was in an action movie. That's why he ended up in this category. However, most of his action credits are from being warm, um, being Falcon in Captain America. Like when I look at his credits, when I was going through and trying to average out like some of their best films, some of their best roles, like I would say a, more than half of his action credits come from Avengers or Captain America. Yes, this is true. This is true. You're right about that. So while wow, we're spending a lot of time in the first round, sorry, you guys, Will Smith and Lawrence Fishburne. This was easy only not, not to 
shit on Lawrence Fishburne because Lawrence Fishburne gave us the Matrix. He was in John Wick, John fucking Wick. Let me repeat that. Man of Steel, <laughs> Mission Impossible 3. Like this dude is an action star and in the world-renowned Biker Boys. But this <laughs> That caught me off guard. Biker Boys is a hood classic. That, that, that should have been on the good. list. Another like hood Biker classics. Boys. Lawrence Fishburne completely deserves his space on the action bracket. However, how fucking ever. Will Smith, bro, is iconic. Will Smith, so iconic. Men in Black. I am legend. I'm going to get into I am legend when we come to like the, the final picks. No, let's get into it now because at this point, okay, we're in round two. Yeah, we are in round two. We're let's round let's, two. let's we get to it. Wesley Snipes versus Samuel L. Jackson and Will Smith versus Don Cheadle. So right. what did the people say versus what we said? All right. So the people voted Samuel L. Jackson and Will Smith. So they said Will Smith takes Don Cheadle and Samuel L. Jackson takes um, Wesley Snipes. I totally agree with that. Interestingly enough... Yeah, you're right. I do agree with that. Now, let me tell you about, <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. Cause I was like, damn, Wesley Snipes deserved better, but what can you do? Fucking Will Smith, bro, is, is a legend in his own right. Now, Will Smith gave us Men in Black, I Am Legend, I Robot, mm -hmm. Independence Day, Bad Boys 1 and 2, and mm -hmm. Bad Boys for Life, and <laughs> Men in Black 2. When we talk about like Will Smith in an action role. Oh, and Wild Wild West. Yo, it's it just the list <laughs> keeps going and don't even get into Will Smith as a drama actor. The list keeps mm -hmm. fucking going. Yeah, man. When it came down to, to Will Smith and Don Cheadle, again, you got to look at like the quality and like the consistency of content they're like putting out here. Marvel movies are great, but I Am Legend is probably one of my favorite action movies of all time. Mm, okay. The movie is paced perfectly. I think the movie, the writing is phenomenal, especially with Will Smith just doing this as him by himself with a dog. Shit was mm -hmm. phenomenal. And not to he mention- definitely like, carried that movie, yeah. In the right way, I mean. Exactly. Like that movie is is just, it, it might be one of my flawless movies if we were making a list. Um, I, I, Robot is another one of my favorite action movies. I agree. I think I might like I, Robot better than I Am Legend, but regardless, they're both great. I would never argue with anybody taking I, Robot over I Am Legend. I would never. Um, Bad Boys, fucking classic. I would almost say Bad Boys is a hood classic to some extent, but not in the way that- Definitely. Yeah, but it's one of those like hood classics where it's just like everybody in the hood saw it. It's also just a black man classic. Do you have any Don Cheadle movie that you would take over a Will Smith movie? That is not a good question for me because <laughs> I, I know Don Cheadle's done so many movies, but I cannot name one movie. Like I just, oh. it just doesn't pop in my head for Don Cheadle. When it comes to his TV shows, I like him more as a TV actor than mm -hmm. a movie actor. Okay, that's fair. But when it comes to you and Will Smith, in this category, it's it's kind of unmatched because I can't, I can't even think of a Marvel movie or, yeah, I can't think of a Marvel movie that I would take over I Am Legend, to be honest. And I know that might be blasphemous. It would be totally different if Don Cheadle led action movies. He doesn't yeah. lead action movies. Will Smith, he has the movie. That is his movie. That, this is absolutely true. He can steal a screen because of how good of an actor he is. It's just that, you know, that's not the same, like you said, as playing a leading man. And Will Smith is a leading fucking man. And this actually goes into why I picked, okay, so the finals are Samuel L. Jackson and Will Smith. Let's talk about who won from the audience uh, votes as the number one action actor in this bracket. Will Smith. Actually, I think Samuel L. Jackson should be number one. Oh, girl, give it to me. 
And I say this because I just feel like Will Smith is, like I was saying, he is that leading actor. Like if you're gonna get an action movie, you'll put Will Smith in it and he is the movie. But I feel like Samuel L. Jackson has already done that as well as been in other action brand movies. Like Samuel L. Jackson is an actor that you could put in any movie. Will Smith is not a, 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 oh. is not a, a supporting actor at this point in his life. And I feel like that is a disadvantage to him as the leading acting action star. That's just my personal opinion. I feel like mm. the only brand where he has been like a supporting character was Suicide Squad. But Samuel L. Jackson has a plethora of, you know, brands that he has been a supporting actor and then also has been a lead actor in his own films, action related films. So, yeah, that's why I voted for Samuel L. Jackson. You're, you're actually making a, a, a super valid reason for voting for Samuel L. Jackson. It's just that, again, when it comes down and, you know, Samuel L. Jackson, first of all, I don't even know if we listed his movies, but not only is he Nick Fury in The Avengers, which most people might know him for. Mans was in Jurassic Park for a short time. Die Hard, Star Wars 3, Revenge of the Motherfucking Sith is one of my favorite Star Wars. <laughs> I was telling Mia, like, I'm a big fan of the prequels. And apparently the nerds will attack you for being a fan of the prequel over the originals. My bad. He gave us the long kiss goodnight and swipe and fucking shaft. So you do have a point with the versatility of Sam Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Dude is in everything. And you can even put him in like sci-fi shit, which is really hard when you're like talking about black characters to incorporate them into some of these sci-fi movies. Yes. I'm assuming that you put Will Smith as number one. I did though. <laughs> so that's where I was going with Samuel L. Jackson. It's like, man, I love you. And I want to pay respect to you as the action star that you are. But Will Smith, bro, I get what you're saying about like the ability of Samuel L. Jackson to go in and out of, you know, leading support, whatever role he needs to play. I think when it comes to Will Smith, man, he's just really good. Well, he was really good at picking really good roles. And yeah, I just- Yeah, because I don't know what happened with Gemini, man. Or, or <laughs> girl, girl, there's a couple of, or After Earth. <laughs> Sorry, Will Smith. You went on my bracket, so it's okay. Again, I think some of my favorite action movies are in you know the realm of I Am Legend, I Robot, fucking mm -hmm. Bad Boys. I think this is just like a per personal preference for me and rewatchability. When you talk about a Will Smith movies, like these might be some yeah, of the most rewatchable sure. movies of, of, of any actor to be real. Like I can go back and rewatch so right. besides like Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence, which we'll get into audience. Cause I seen what you did to Martin Lawrence and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> but when you're talking about like somebody that who I'll just put it on in the background or if it's on TV, I'll just click on it and watch it. If independent yes. day is on, I'm gonna go watch it because that's just the power of Will Smith. As far as, you know, creating shit that we want to see over and over again. I totally agree with all of that. And if we didn't do this bracket, I totally would have picked Will Smith hands down. But when I actually looked at their filmography, I was like, hold up, hold <laughs> up. But yes, I totally agree with you still. Will Smith is amazing regardless. All right, so let's get into, we said we were going to do comedy next. Yep, let's do comedy. Comedy categories. We have Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence. Oh, and this is in order of rating or ranking uh, Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, Marlon Wayans, Kevin Hart, Chris Tucker, Mike Epps, Dave Chappelle, and Chris Rock. Now, you might feel some type of way because Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock are seventh and eighth place, but we are talking about their filmography as well, not mm -hmm. just their stand-up comedy. Keep that in mind. Exactly. So when I, this is one of those categories where it was like I would add or take away points based on certain things. Um, I was just thinking like the Wayans brothers deserves their own space on this on this list. So what I was thinking oh, yeah. when I did this list was 
do they have a syndicated show? Like, do they have a Martin, a Wayne's Brothers in, in Living Color? Do they have a Chappelle show? Do they have real husbands of Hollywood? Like, do they have these, these, this ability to kind of bring in like a regular everyday audience, just making them laugh? And then I was thinking about their stand-up. Do they have a delirious? Do they have pretty much every Dave Chappelle stand-up he's ever done? <laughs> like, do they have these types of things? Um, do they have Kevin Hart's stand-up? So mm -hmm. they got points added or taken away for certain things, but that didn't really define them. Cause like Mia said, we are talking about their filmography. So when we put, when we rank Dave Chappelle seventh, it's because Dave Chappelle has been in Chappelle show, Half-Baked, Blue Streak, Undercover Brother, Brother and Nutty Professor. And those were all kind of like a stretch. So that's why Dave Chappelle deserves to be on this list, but is a ranked higher. All right. So let's go into what the viewers voted. What, who made it to round two? Eddie Murphy took Chris Rock, which is pretty much self-explanatory. Mm -hmm. um, Dave Chappelle took Martin Lawrence. Mm -hmm. And that's why I gave that whole description because we're going to talk about Martin Lawrence because he's in my bracket and yeah. I feel like he deserved much better than what you guys gave him. I can't believe y'all got Martin Lawrence out first round. This is hilarious. Okay, continue. <laughs> so next was Marlon Wayans took Mike Epps. I actually didn't see that coming, but really? I was hoping I'll it would. A lot of people don't like Mike Epps. You know, we'll talk about that in a minute, but that's why I didn't see it coming. Cause I always thought like people would take Mike Epps over Marlon, but again, we'll talk about it. And lastly, Chris Tucker took Kevin Hart, who I didn't realize ah, was not, was disliked by so many people. I didn't think that was reasons. gonna happen. I'm gonna give you my bracket. So I had Eddie taking Chris, mm -hmm. then I have Martin Lawrence, you guys, Marlon Wayans and Chris Tucker. Oh, okay. I had everything except, I had Kevin Hart beat out Chris Tucker. I would love for you to argue that, or at least just present an argument for that, because I actually expected that over Chris Tucker. So I picked Kevin Hart over Chris Tucker is because I just feel like his filmography is just massive. And I feel like, you know, he is that leading comedy actor for any like comedy film. Not to say that he's always amazing in them. Some of them aren't great, but Kevin Hart does have a lot of good movies that I do actually like. And Chris Tucker has like, disappeared into limbo so it's like how can we <laughs> I get what you're saying you're saying Kevin Hart's more relevant I think that's why I expected Kevin Hart to take Chris Tucker because of his relevance and how we're kind of like oversaturated with Kevin Hart and I think that might have worked to his detriment I feel like even if we didn't look at how oversaturated he was like say these men were still like say they came out in the same time I still feel like Kevin Hart has like better movies than Chris Tucker like oh. long term okay Chris Tucker does have um he has Friday Rush Hour 1, 2, and 3 and supposedly 4 is on the on the woodwork on the back burner I want but what else that's money it talks. that's money it talks. money talks and he made an appearance in the fifth element <laughs> that, that that role right there is legendary yes so I think, okay, the problem is, tell me what Kevin Hart movie, what Kevin Hart movie you're putting up against Friday or Rush Hour. First of all, it's not one movie, it's five. Like it has to be like, you can't just <laughs> no, put one movie up against, you're absolutely right. You can't just put one movie up against Rush Hour or Friday. But my thing is, I feel like Kevin Hart has several movies that are enjoyable and rewatchable. And I feel like Chris Tucker only has three or four. Okay, but he's like three or four of like six, bro. I, I see what you're saying. Like he, like at the end of the day, his films are a lot more long lasting than Kevin Hart. Quality, like think about Quality, your, yes. your kids are gonna watch Friday. Your kids are probably gonna watch Rush Hour. I don't know that my kids are gonna be watching things like a man or grudge match. 
or night school or, <laughs> or about last night. Or, like, <laughs> I don't know. They might rewatch the red, the wedding ringer. I kind of like that movie. That I think, think movie. like a man was pretty good. Um, I thought intelligence was straight. I but think about bad. the long, the longevity of Chris, Chris Tucker. Jumanji's right? great. They'll rewatch Jumanji, but I totally get what you're saying. <laughs> no, you're right. I fucking, I actually really like Jumanji, but the none of those are like holding kind of a candle to the quality and the longevity of Chris Tucker. Like we, I, I'm excited for a Rush Hour 4, I'm not gonna lie to you, because of Chris Tucker. I really yeah. fuck with this guy heavy. So I think it's just a matter of like, I don't know, like again, the quality that Chris Tucker's putting out over the quantity that Kevin Hart puts out. I, I, did, want, I did want to briefly address this <laughs> Martin Lawrence fucking Dave Chappelle thing that the audience came up with. I would like anyone to make an argument for filmography, not taking into consideration that Dave Chappelle has the best stand-up of all time, not taking into consideration that he has the best show of all time. I don't know that that's fair when we're talking about just comedy films. And Martin Lawrence gave us Martin the Show, yes. Bad Boys. Life is one of my favorite movies. It's at least in my oh, top 20. Mo yes. One of the movies I probably rewatched more than any other, like any of these other movies. Okay. Um, Blue Streak, just mm -hmm. watched that the other month. Fucking Wild Hogs, What's the Worst That Can Happen, Big Mama's House, and Black Knight, which I'm a huge fan of. Yeah, I think the audience did Lawrence, uh, Martin Lawrence, like, dirty. No, did it dirty. And it's like, like Martin Lawrence did stand-up, too. So it's like, His stand-up was bomb, too. I, right. I enjoyed Martin Lawrence as a stand-up comedian. Yeah, I just, and I, I just don't know that, again, love Dave Chappelle. I think he's one of the smartest, best comedians to exist. I don't feel like I need to defend Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle could never do a thin line between love and hate. Bruh, I, or Boomerang, <laughs> or or play six different characters in the same movie. Wait, that's, uh, that's wait, Eddie. no, that was, that was Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? But they could, they couldn't, they couldn't do what Martin Lawrence has done. I don't, I don't know that there's many people that could. So let's see what the audience has to say. Who won for the audience? Like who made it to the next round for the audience? Yeah, once y'all knocked uh, Martin Lawrence out. So now it's Dave Chappelle and Eddie Murphy. Yeah, it came down to Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy, um, Marlon Wayans, and Chris Tucker. They picked Eddie. Eddie took Dave Chappelle, which, I mean, that was a given. Eddie mm -hmm. Murphy's probably taking anybody on this list if we're going to be real. And they had that Chris Tucker took Marlon, which I don't agree with. Chris Tucker took Marlon? Chris Tucker. At, and, and it was like a small margin because I think only 64% of people um, or 67% of people voted Marlon, 73 Chris. But they That's still, Chris surprising. took Marlon I was very surprised by that. I don't agree with that. Um, but I, I mean, I respect it. But that argument you were making about like Chris Tucker and stuff like that, I think that was the argument I would have for Chris Tucker here where it's like, yeah, he's Chris Tucker and he gave us Rush Hour on Friday, but Marlon Wayans and the whole Wayans family, a lot of people owe them their jobs. <laughs> I feel so disrespected because Marlon Wayans is such a fucking genius. When yes. I tell you, first of all, they gave a scary movie, Fuck um, uh, In Living Color and- Right, uh, the Wayans brothers. The, the Wayans brothers, but they gave us a whole trilogy of scary movie in Bruh. a whole new genre of movies in general. Bruh, when you're talking about like just creativity and rewatchability, I guess I'm taking that into consideration too. I rewatched Senseless this year, like recently. I just rewatched White Chicks. 
Um, I actually really enjoyed Naked and I love fucking Six Man. I love Don't Be a Menace, bro, is a classic in its own <laughs> so right. Ridiculous. I don't even think we've mentioned Don't Be a Menace yet. But when you will talk about like the entire, and I'm a sucker for like some intelligent type of humor, like I really love like this Marlon Wayne's not taking shit too seriously and being able to make fun of it in a way that's like super ridiculously enjoyable. Everybody's already going to disagree with my bracket. So Uh-oh. who made it to the finals for me, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like this person should have made it. But who made it to the finals was Mar- uh, Martin Lawrence and Kevin Hart. That Those are your finals? <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I won't disagree with Martin Lawrence, but, but you had Kevin Hart going all the way through? I had, yeah, I had Kevin Hart, but now that I'm thinking about it against Marlon and what I just said, I'm like, hey, Marlon <laughs> should have surpassed Kevin. But anyways, I would retract it, but I already wrote the shit out. No, go ahead. I mean, stand by your shit, bro. But I will say that, of course, the, fi- the final for me was Martin Lawrence, but who was the final for you in the audience? Um, we all had Eddie Murphy. I had Eddie Murphy for obvious reasons. Eddie Murphy gave us Coming to America life as well. But Eddie Murphy has also given us a bunch of rewatchable, like he's like a black Adam Sandler when it comes to making movies that I continue to go back to that are actually funny, even though they're not critically acclaimed. I fuck with them heavy. He gave us Shrek, bro. Oh, I forgot about Shrek. Yes. I'm, I think I'm just thinking about Eddie Murphy. He's got a Grammy for his be- one of the best comedy albums. And not to mention, he actually wrote, he wrote Coming to America, Vampire in Brooklyn, Boomerang, and Harlem Nights. Like this dude mm. is not just like acting, he's writing, he's multi-credited. Like Eddie Murphy is, is legendary, man. It's, and I, I don't think I would have from the beginning had anybody on this list taking Eddie Murphy. You're absolutely right. Like, I feel like it's unfair that Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence had to go against each other because I think they're the top two regardless of whoever is on this list. Yeah, you're right. I mean, as you said it should have been like a draw between Martin <laughs> Lawrence and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> there are no ties in March Madness. All right, man. So obviously <laughs> my bracket was broken. Let's continue to the next category. <laughs> All right, what are we on? We're on drama? Drama it is. Yeah, when you need somebody to really, really, really act. Dang, he'd be acting, acting. Exactly. Yeah, so this bracket was one of those ones that was kind of stacked, even though some people disagree with some of the people I included. Not, It wasn't just Derek Luke either. It was Nate Parker too. But um, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Okay, so they were ranked in this order. Denzel Washington, Michael B. Jordan, Mahershala Ali, Jamie Foxx, Cuba Gooding, Bokeem, Nate Parker, and Derek Luke. Why you, why you cut off Bokeem's last name like that? Bokeem Woodbine. Say the oh, man's full that, name. Did I cut that shit off? I just be talking about him like I'm on a first name basis, but I'm like, y'all know Bokeem. <laughs> Evil Dave Chappelle. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so the audience ended up having Denzel take Derek Luke. I don't mm-hmm. even know if that really needs to be explained. No, sorry, not at Derek all. Luke. Never stood a chance. You were just ranked number eight. I'm sorry. But I feel like there needs to be an honorable mention because... There are a few actors. Of course, there are so many actors that could have been in this category regardless. Mm-hmm. But I low-key would have liked to have had uh, Yahya Abdul-Muhammad. Is that how you say his name? Yahya. Uh, you don't know who I'm talking about. <laughs> he was in The Watchmen on HBO. Yes, he was in The Watchmen. He was in the Black Mirror episode with Anthony Mackie. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't need to Oh, sorry. Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. You also said, you, you told me there again this is months in the making you guys it's not perfect but you did tell me i did regret leaving off sterling brown oh my god Um, yes that was the other person i couldn't think of the other person's name i and you guys might also be questioning why people like bernie mac chadwick aren't on these lists i did as a researcher i wanted to avoid a bias so Mm -hmm. i didn't want to put chadwick on here because 
in reality, Denzel is taking Chadwick, but I also felt like I would be compelled to give it to Chadwick out of respect for Chadwick. Same way I would have been compelled to give it to Bernie Mac out of respect for Bernie Mac. So while these two are iconic and for their own, in their own right, I left them off on purpose, people that have passed away because I didn't want to, to bias my answer. And also it just would have got too ridiculous and hard if we yeah. had people that already, you know, that that passed because there's so many comedians and actors that have passed that could have mm-hmm. been on this list. And so we just kept it Absolutely. present day actors. So audience had Michael B. Jordan taking Nate Parker. They had Mahershala taking Bokeem Woodbine and they had Jamie Foxx taking Cuba Gooding. Mm-hmm. What did you have? So I pretty much had the same thing. I had Denzel Washington, Michael B. Jordan, Mahershala and Jamie Foxx. I agree. I had the same thing. But at first I did have Bokeem um, on top of Mahershala because at mm-hmm. first I was like, Bokeem has been in this industry for so long and mm-hmm. I feel like he is you know, one of those actors that doesn't get their roses because I feel like he's a great actor. Phenomenal. So I was even looking at their credits, like Bokeem's credits, he has 101 credits compared to Mahershala's mm-hmm. 49. But also like we cannot deny how much of a star Mahershala has become, especially yes. since he did Moonlight. Um, he did the Green Book. He did True Detective, which I thought was amazing. Mm-hmm. What's interesting about Mahershala is he he's just a grade A fucking actor. Cause mm-hmm. I did not like Green Book as a movie. I did not like the movie, but Mahershala deserved all the flowers he got for playing that role because of how well he played it. Like this yes. dude can step into a role and it's just bodies that shit, man. Yeah, he, I, I would agree. say, I would say he's one of the Denzels of our generation for sure. Definitely. Let's talk about Jamie Foxx and Cuba Gooding Jr. Because that was really tough for me. I was like, that who was is going hard. to win over this? That was hard. And I, I think it was only hard because I wanted to pay Cuba Gooding Jr. some more respect. But Jamie Foxx, man, what a talented individual. A talented individual. Exactly. Gango, Ray. And he actually, um, he has an Oscar for Ray, a BAFTA for Ray, a Golden Globe for Ray, and a Screen Actors Guild Award for Ray. Good for him. He has so many different awards for his his rendition of ray charles um he gave us just mercy law-abiding citizen ali fucking collateral like jamie fox has picked some really good roles and he's he's done a really great job with them cuba gooding gave us the classic boys in the hood he gave us um fucking jerry Maguire. Mm-hmm. radio don't forget radio that was like cuba gooding's what's eating gilbert grape and I felt like, okay, this is the reason I picked Jamie over Cuba is one, because Jamie is so multifaceted and talented. But also when I was thinking about Cuba's, um, Cuba, mm-hmm. and his his uh, filmography, it was also like for me with Don Cheetah, where I could not think of any movies besides <laughs> the ones you mentioned, Radio, Boys in the Hood, and Jerry Maguire. But with Jamie, I was like, oh yeah, I know all of Jamie's movies. And I was just like, okay, so Jamie has to be I over think- Cuba. I think the drama category was actually the one where, for the most part, everyone pretty much agreed. Us, the audience, like everyone pretty much agreed on drama. And I think Jamie Foxx, like you're saying, like I I could list Jamie Foxx's movies without having to look them up. Mm -hmm. Like I already knew what they were. And that was pretty much an easy easy decision for me. Same thing with uh, Michael B. Jordan and Nate Parker. I don't don't know that we discussed them, but- we didn't, but we should, because yeah. I feel like people underestimate Nate Parker and how amazing he is as an actor because of all of, you know, the things yeah. that happened with uh, think, Birth of a Nation. Absolutely. And I think Nate Parker is so serious all the time and he's doing such serious movies too, that sometimes it's it's just 
an intense, an intense release. Yeah. Um, but Nate Parker is, he's writing these movies too. And he's directing them. He did, he wrote and directed Birth of a Nation and American Skin. Birth of a Nation was a great movie. Um, he was in Beyond the Lights. Like the, the guy is a little little heartthrob, great debaters with Denzel Washington, held mm -hmm. his own on a screen with Denzel Washington. I think, I think Nate Parker deserves, I don't know, he deserves more, but I don't know what more he deserves on this list. <laughs> <laughs> So, very valid, very yeah. valid point. Because Michael B. Jordan, bro, is, I don't think he's as good of an actor as Nate Parker. I but don't I mean, either. But doing he, quality shit. Yeah, I was about to say, he knows how to move within the industry. You have That's to respect a fair that. answer. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. All, I mean, he did do Creed, you know. I well, mean, Creed was Fruit great. Nation, Fruit, I'm, I'm Fruit definitely Fruit not saying Michael B. Jordan can't act. He's an amazing actor as well. You don't think he's an amazing actor? I think he has amazing roles. I don't think all of his roles are amazing. I'll take that. I'll take that. I do think he picked some. Um, he was uh, fucking Wallace in the Wire, Hardball. He gave us Chronicle, which oh I thought God. was really great. I oh know. God, he was a Hardball. He was a little young, a young adult heartthrob because I enjoyed him in Chronicle as well. Like there's a couple of roles where he gets in like this bag, you know, I don't even think Black Panther's on here, but it should be. Like Black Panther is another mm -hmm. one where it's like, Michael B. Jordan is, is he's able to, to maintain a screen, but I don't know that he's like making the screen. I think people would disagree. It's, I feel like it's always 50, 50 with Michael B. Jordan. Like some mm -hmm. people love him. Some people be like, uh, <laughs> I think he's fine as hell. Like he's, he looks amazing. Like, I don't think anybody would disagree with that, but as an actor, again, I just think, I think Nate Parker is a better actor. Michael B. Jordan, like you said, is just really great at picking roles, really great at, you know, what he's putting out. All right, so let's get into who made it to the final round. We had Denzel takes Michael B. Jordan, obviously. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, J.B. Fox took Mahershala. That was actually hard for okay, me. Okay, okay. Uh, and I, I had, actually had Mahershala over Jamie Foxx. Oh, I had Denzel and Jamie as well. So tell me about Mahershala. I think it's just a personal preference, honestly. I don't think I have anything to really back it up. That's fair. <laughs> Like, I feel like he took a little break for a while, but now he's like in full actor mode again. So mm -hmm. there is really nothing for me to say about why Jamie Foxx shouldn't beat Mahershala Ali. Let's talk about Denzel Washington, because we already know what this category comes down to. Again, Denzel Washington's another person where it was like, oh, name Denzel Washington movies. Boom, 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 boom. I could give you 10 off the top. He's, he's given us so much as an actor. I think Denzel is who any black actor aspires to be he's just the model for for just an actor in general not even just a black actor like Denzel's iconic in his, in any world do you have a favorite Denzel movie oh that's tough and I don't think I've ever even thought about that actually I know it's it's not something you think about because it's like how do you pick a Denzel movie because I've been going back and forth between like Training Day American Gangster and John Q John Q happens to be one of my favorite Denzel movies as well so I, I don't know that I could pick. It would take a lot of thought for me to pick. I really enjoyed the book of Eli as well. Denzel could easily go into an action category. I think I could make an argument with some of Denzel's movies for him being in the action as well. He could be in action, but I'd rather him not because some <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes I forgot what movie it was. It was him with the horses. Oh, girl. You know, he getting a little old. And so they had a stunt double. And I, oh, The Magnificent Seven. I was like, they just shouldn't have oh, had God. him doing stunts like this because it looks so fake. You could tell it was a stunt double. I was like, nah, we don't need this. That's fair. That's fair. You ask anybody, you might get a different answer on what's your favorite Denzel Washington movie. This mm -hmm. guy, he's got a stack. I didn't use awards as one of the qualifiers because I don't think 
Samuel Jackson should have a fucking Oscar. Um, fucking Will Smith should have an Oscar. There's a couple of people mm -hmm. that should have awards, but don't. So I didn't think awards made you like a phenomenal actor. But if you're Denzel Washington, <laughs> that might be true. Guy has won two Oscars. I think winning one is hard enough, unless you're Meryl Streep, but winning right. two is pretty difficult. What was the second one for? Girl, he got one for Training Day and Glory. That was his first Oscar was Glory. Oh, I, I know. I forgot about, that was the best supporting actor, right? I don't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, got, he has two Golden Globes for Glory and The Hurricane. He has a Tony for Fences. Mm -hmm. And he was nominated for a Grammy for reading a children's book. Yes, Denzel. Yes. He this will guy. put me to sleep. Oh, yes. That's <laughs> what Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, Denzel is stacked like as an actor like his 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 work speaks for itself but man does he have your words to back that shit up too and he's multi-credited as well because i think um he directed fences if i'm not mistaken and great debaters and antoine fisher all right you guys we are moving into our last category which is our crossover category we have daniel kaluuya um lakeith stanfield john boyega donald glover Ste uh, stephen james yeah. Stephen James, John David Washington, Jonathan Majors, and Jarrell Jerome. So I'm gonna get right to the shits. And I'm gonna say I had Daniel Kaluuya taking all this shit for obvious reasons. I don't know if you guys listened to last episode, but uh, I had him going straight to the top. People surprised me along the way though. Let's hear what the audience had to say. Daniel took Jarrell and mm -hmm. we'll talk about that in a minute. Lakeith took Jonathan Majors. Um, John Boyega took John David Washington, which I'm sure you'll have something to say about. <laughs> Donald Glover took Stephen James. Okay. No, I I didn't pick Lakeith. I picked Jonathan Majors. That's interesting. I did pick Lakeith. <laughs> oh, you do. You love Lakeith. I do love Lakeith. So I'm a big Lakeith fan. That's probably my bias here. However, I do feel like Jonathan Majors is actually a better actor than Lakeith. Yeah, he is. <laughs> But, but Lakeith is my personal preference because Lakeith is also in some, he's played in some really great roles. Like, Sorry to Bother You, that's one of my favorite movies. Um, Short Term 12 is a great movie. Get Out, which was small, but you know, he played it. Mm -hmm. Judas most recently and his role in Atlanta is probably the reason why I love Lakeith to begin with. Yes, I think Lakeith is a great actor, but I just feel like he plays the same role in every movie or show that's that a fair he's point. in. He plays so well. for me, that's why I'm just like, mm. For me, Jonathan Majors, I also just have a preference for him. I think he, like, since I saw him in Lovecraft, mm -hmm. I'm just, like, in awe of him. But the probably the first thing I saw him in was um, The Last Man in San Francisco. And mm -hmm. I thought that was just an amazing movie. I didn't even know who he was at the time. And then, of course, in The Five Bloods with Spike Lee, I thought he did a great job. So, you know, Lakeith probably has a longer filmography than um, Jonathan. I didn't look it up, but... I just prefer Jonathan. And to be fair, Jonathan has a wider range of emotion than Lakeith does. Like I think just in Lovecraft, he gave us pretty much every emotion you can possibly experience. That man was crying every other scene. <laughs> Girl. I, I dare Lakeith to do it. I dare him to cry I would, I would love to see scene. it. I think if Lakeith keeps working with the people he's working with, he, he'll catch him. I, I think he'll, he'll catch Jonathan Majors as an actor. And it's not, we're not trying to compare them like that. Yeah. Um, at all. I think Lakeith could cry in every scene if he wanted to. <laughs> oh, we had John Boyega and John David Washington. Yeah, you know, I picked John Boyega and it's fucked up because I haven't <laughs> even watched John Boyega in that many <laughs> movies. <laughs> Damn. 
He was, well, John Boyega, again, he was really good mm-hmm. in Star Wars. He was in The Force Awakens. Well, that was the first time I seen him. No, the first time I seen him was Attack on the Block, which I thought was a really cute movie. He was a little younger then. Mm-hmm. But then Star Wars, he gave us that small axe movie, which I thought was really good. He's, he's a really good actor. Like he just is, is really good at what he does. John David Washington has the the pool in Hollywood to get these big movies like Tenet, Black Klansman, mm-hmm. um, Monster of Men, like all these different roles. But I just don't think he's a, a better actor than John Boyega. And it's fucked up to say, because I don't think that John Boyega is an awful actor in the mm-hmm. way that I make it out to be <laughs> sometimes. Oh, John David Washington? Yeah. Um, but I do feel like he has gotten the roles that he's gotten because, of course, his dad is, you know, Denzel Washington. If this man were just a regular Michael B. Jordan or whoever that had to really grind um, and, like, build his build his craft and build his acting chops, like, the in the way that a lot of other people have had to, I don't know if he would have, if he would have all of these roles, like, would he be the star of Tenet? I don't know. Regardless, I, I hated that movie. I didn't even get through it. But I think John David Washington is a good actor. I really like him in Black Klansman. I, I love him in Malcolm and Marie. Yes, I liked him in Malcolm and Marie. I, th- I thought that was one of his best roles. Um, but I'm still going to go with John Boyega. Yeah, I think that's fair. Defend your, defend your turf. <laughs> Audience had it come down to, they, you know, they almost, in Daniel Kaluuya versus Lakeith, they almost had Lakeith. Lakeith was in the lead for so long. People came in at the last minute and voted Daniel and he made it through. But I would have been <laughs> so disappointed that y'all voted out Martin Lawrence first round and almost tried to get Daniel Kaluuya out of here. Oh, because then what? Lakeith would have went against who? Lakeith would have went against Donald Glover. Mm. And then Donald Glover would have obviously won. Yeah, and that just doesn't feel right. Not when Daniel Kaluuya is out here doing what he's doing. I agree. I don't think I Donald, love Donald Glover. I enjoy Donald Glover, but I don't think he has the acting chops as Daniel Kaluuya. No, no. First one of all, this does. man, this man can speak in any accent. <laughs> Who does that? He could probably do it in any language. Men could play in Bridgerton and Black Panther. Put him in Bridgerton as a king. <laughs> like, of some look African country. Shit. I need it. Bruh, look at the range. How do you get from Bridgerton to Black Panther? The fucking range on this guy. Now <laughs> let's talk about Daniel Kaluuya. Amazing at choosing roles. Amazing. I, this guy is fucking five for five. Like seriously, he did Sicario. That was a great movie. He did Get Out, Black Panther, Queen and Slim, and Black that Black Mirror episode that I really like. Like mm-hmm. the guy has not, he has not missed at all. And he's, he's, I don't think there's anybody on this list that can put up the numbers that Daniel Kaluuya is putting up right now. I agree. I sound like a real sports announcer. <laughs> you know, I thought this was inside the NBA, ladies and gentlemen. Get your shit together. We're coming for you guys. Right. All right. I totally agree with that. They had, um, it came down to, for them, yeah, Daniel Kaluuya in the end and Donald Glover, which is pretty much what I had. Just for the audience, let's go through and say who won again for each category, the audience pick. Action came down to Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Comedy came down to Eddie Murphy. Drama came down to Denzel Washington. And the crossover ended up coming down to Donald Glover. Wait, what? Yeah, Donald we didn't talk Glover about won? It. Yeah, we didn't talk about it. I thought we were going into that. Oh, I, I'm so sorry. I just assumed that Daniel Kaluuya won. I know. That's a great. Yeah, we need to talk about this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Audience. I know. I wish this was recorded like live <laughs> so they could see the surprise. And that's a good surprise. So, audience, we need 
to talk. We need answers, y'all. Y'all picked Donald Glover over Daniel Kaluuya. Houseway. You betrayed the pod. You betrayed us. Donald Glover don't even have as many acting roles. How many movies has this man well, been in? Well, let's talk about Donald Glover. Let's let me look at his IMDb. Let's talk about Donald Glover. Donald Glover was in The Martian, which is perfect role for Donald Glover. He did Spider-Man. Um, he's done. He did Lion King. Guava Island is, is a movie I rewatch pretty often. Guava Island is really cute, but it does it has nothing against wait, any of Daniel Kaluuya's wait. movies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. He gave us Atlanta. And Atlanta, man. I think that's that's his, that's his own. I'm not I'm not making an argument. I actually ended up with Daniel Kaluuya in my top, but I get what they were where they were coming from as far as like who Donald Glover is. Now the rebuttal, Daniel Kaluuya gave us Get Out and Queen and Slim and Black Panther. Not just that he was nominated for an Oscar for Get Out. Now I don't know if it's fair to bring up Daniel Kaluuya's awards without bringing up Donald Glover's because this guy is stacked as well. <laughs> guy has two Emmys for Atlanta for directing and acting two Writers Guild Awards for Atlanta, two Golden Globes for Atlanta, and five Grammys. But my thing is, if Atlanta's <laughs> the only thing he has, then how is he the greatest of all? Girl, I, 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 I'm just saying, I understand. This one, I don't understand it in a sense of like, Daniel Kaluuya's a phenomenal actor. Nobody's seeing him acting-wise right now. But if I had to get into the audience's head, this is where I'm assuming they're at. Donald Glover makes a great competitor for Daniel Kaluuya because of like how talented he is, how multifaceted he is. How, he's a good actor on top of that. But Daniel Kaluuya is a great actor. And I don't know if we're giving him the respect that he deserves. Y'all like, did not his respect role, my man Kaluuya. His role in Judas, this guy, no one is acting the way this guy, he's another Denzel of our generation. And I'm not scared to say he might surpass Denzel. Yeah, he's so young and his filmography is already so amazing. You're absolutely right. He might pass Denzel, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, there will never be another Denzel. That was interesting. I really like that. I like that bracket, Trish. I know. This is a lot of fun. I don't even know if I could pick like a top from all of these, like the last four, the last four standing. Oh my gosh. Okay. Will Smith, Eddie Murphy, Denzel, and Donald Glover. I don't know that I I don't want to pick. pick. All right. Yeah. We're not going to do this. I don't know that we're I not going to do this. <laughs> Just know that those are the best of each genre. I had a lot of fun with this. I hope you guys had a lot of fun with it. Shit was amazing. Let us know if you had different brackets or who we should have had on the list that we didn't or any suggestions you might have for a female bracket in the future. Yes, we should definitely do a female bracket and make sure that you guys are following us on Shit Black Girls Watch on IG so that you can be a part of the bracket results next time we do one of these. Thank you so much for tuning in. You guys continue to stay safe and healthy. Until next time, love always.